0: Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite, i.e. Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host Don Dix, who is again back in his secret underground bunker at an undisclosed location somewhere in Southern California. Well, it's great to be with you, Greg. Every year for our pre-Thanksgiving show, we have... We give thanks to the men who give us the liberty to roam about the airwaves. Ed Hoffman and uh, our second half, uh, Dean Safe. And right now we have on the line with us uh, Ed Hoffman, who is on his way to to the far north at Ice Station Salem, an undisclosed location, again, somewhere in the far northern regions. Welcome to the show, Ed, and and thank you again for for backing this show. And Ed just doesn't back our show. He has his own show, the main event, which is heard on this station, uh, 10 a.m. Saturday, 9 p.m. Saturday, and 8 a.m. on Sunday, plus he's on 870 in Los Angeles, and 1170 in San Diego, and on on the internet, and on a podcast, all over the place. And he also discusses the events of the day, and uh, as, as we do on our show, and thank you, Ed, and welcome.
1: You are very welcome. Happy Happy to do it. Yes, I'm heading up to the the snowy regions for a white thanksgiving.
2: Lucky you, your timing is great. You're heading right into the one of the biggest snowstorms of the season. Of course, you're heading up to Mammoth, but I want to echo exactly what Greg is has said. Uh, we so appreciate the support that you give to the Unite IE radio show and that helps us to be on the air every week. You Honestly, you do exemplify um, what we talk about on this show every single week. The most important political office, private citizen, as a business owner, not only are you active in the community politically, but you are, as a business owner, you put your money to work to advance the conservative Causes around the Inland Empire, so we really appreciate and salute you, and thank you for uh, at least for for what we benefit from here on the United I Radio Show. And I can tell you, in getting around, Gregor will probably echo this in getting around the Inland Empire as we do. Uh, I can tell you this show has its impact. We have listeners that come up to us at events and say how much they appreciate the show and the content so your investment is paying off Ed thank you
1: yeah I knew uh, I knew I couldn't uh, couldn't do this all myself and I knew you guys were uh were a good investment to put you guys out there and help uh, spread the word spread the word put the, uh, more time on the radio with people uh learning what's going on and uh, how they can get involved and you do, you guys do a great job how long how long is the how long has it been it's been 10 years yet
0: no it just seems like it
2: <laughs> it feels like <laughs> it but no and and it, it it has although we joke about it it seems like it's gone by really fast we started airing the Unite IE radio show in November of 2013 and it was about that time when uh, the station manager at the time, Brad Anderson uh, introduced us. I remember. I remember pulling up to your building out there in Moreno Valley, and the lunch we had, and that was, uh, if not the first, pretty close to the first time that you and I had ever sat down and talked. And that really began this uh, this journey. I think that happened in October of 2013. And then uh, you know you you gave the nod to it, and we started off at a half hour, and then we found a second sponsor to move the show to an hour. So it's been 2013 to 2019, I think. In my my calculator, Greg, that's that sounds like six years.
0: Well, I'm, I'm doing this Common Core math, so let's see, let's find Mr. Ten. Oh, jeez. All
1: right, so six years it is. I'm uh, finishing up uh, my twelfth year. At the end of wow. December, twelve years, twelve years for the main event, and uh, it is uh, it's rewarding and it's fun and uh, it, it's it's great to be a part of the conservative movement and uh, to be able to help you guys be part of the conservative movement because uh, Lord knows we need we need some more some more teammates on this mission on this movement,
0: especially here in California.
1: Oh yeah, so it's we do- uh, we we were talking about it with some uh, with some uh, people in our church group, and I was talking about how I think that um, God put us on this earth to love one another, but we also have to uh, when we see something wrong, we it's it's our duty to speak up. And one of the other one of one of my other uh, group members said, "Well, you know what? It's it's where where I see things different is that it." I don't feel like it when I can't make when I can't make a difference that it's that it's my job to, to say something. And I said, "Hey, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference." And uh, one voice sometimes is all it takes to make a difference.
2: It is amazing. You mentioned church and this uh, response that you got in this meeting. Um, the the Christian Church, the Church as a whole, uh, Christianity is under constant attack. Whether it's removing prayer from schools, uh, the Ten Commandments from public places, uh, Christians in general who are you know reviled by the far left, uh, Christianity has been under attack. People who are. Who are Christians, whether they know it or not, whether they're asleep uh, asleep in uh, in their in their minds about what's really unfolding? The problem is, by the time that folks like that wake up, it's going to be far too late to do anything. They need to be woke. Uh, they need to be woke now, don't they?
1: Oh yeah, they do. They need to they need to pay attention. And uh, actually, I had a conversation with uh, Pastor Matt Brown from. Church, And I hope to I hope to have him on my show before Christmas and uh, and have him make his comments about how he sees it, because uh, uh, as he preaches week after week, there's an underlying there's an underlying message that I can hear that he's uh, definitely on our side and uh, he sees he he's a very conservative and sees the uh, sees that, you know, we need that we need to be a part of this movement. Yeah, I don't know that I don't know that he wants to uh, to go to to do too much of it from the uh, from in front of the church, but he definitely he definitely believes in it, it comes comes across in his uh, in his values as well.
0: Well, pastors can do so much more than. They think they can't legally, and whether that's, whether they understand that or that's just an excuse for, for not doing anything in the, in the community and beyond, beyond the church walls. But as a practical matter, even when they, even when they endorse candidates, which is expressly a no-no, legal, legally they can't do, the IRS doesn't do anything. President Trump has, uh, by executive order, Negated it. Uh, told the IRS not to enforce the Johnson Amendment, and no church ever has lost its tax-exempt status for favoring or opposing legislation. So they really can do a, lot, a heck of a lot more than maybe they think they can do or they say they can do.
3: And
1: I don't, and I don't know why, uh, why you lose your, uh, your freedom of speech just because you're a Christian or just because you're uh, a Christian leader. Um just like just like i don 't know why the Democrats seem to think that uh, just because Biden decided to run for president that Trump is exempt from from looking looking to root out corruption in our government and in our government meshing with other other countries' government
0: now come on, and we all know that that um hunter Biden oh joe biden 's son, the former crackhead or current crackhead totally deserves and is warranted to make eighty three thousand dollars from a Ukrainian gas company what's wrong with yeah, that
1: exactly. just just like uh, just like uh, Hillary sold the uh, sold our uh, our uranium reserves to uh, Russia and they uh, and they uh, just coincidentally made a 250 million dollar uh, donation to the uh, to the Clinton Foundation
0: yeah Russian oligarchs are generous like that
1: I know that's how, that's how they are. And then they say that Trump is in, in, the, in bed with the Russians. I don't think so.
0: Yeah, Let's take a pause here and hear from our sponsor, I think who you may know, Ed, uh, for this half of United IE Radio. And that is one and only Ed Hoffman, the man to go to for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. I'm back after this.
4: This is Assemblywoman Melissa Melendez urging you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday afternoon at 4 p.m. on AM 590 The Answer.
2: Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire Radio Show, the program for the most important political office, that of private citizen. We hope everybody that is listening to our show this Thanksgiving weekend has been enjoying their holidays, enjoying their family, and finding that opportunity to... Uh, just do the, do what the left says we shouldn't be doing, which is talking politics and, Religion over uh, over family events. I think it's exactly the opposite. I think family events are the precise time that we should be talking about two of the most important things, our salvation and the lay of the land. I want to get your thoughts, Ed Hoffman, who's joining us, a sponsor of the Unite IE Radio Show. And thank you for that, Ed. We're giving thanks in this uh, program to you, uh, to our sponsors, and your primary role in life, your primary business, is real estate lending um, wanted to get your thoughts on the current real estate market here in California uh, rates are continuing to stay low giving people the opportunity I would guess to refinance uh, what are you seeing people doing and what do you think the outlook for real estate in California is
1: well I think uh, no matter what Newsom and the Democrats do to this state it still has the, the best weather and it's the most beautiful state and um, so that that being said, the values still seem to keep going up and up and up. I do think I do, and not, not to not to rain on anybody's parade, uh, no pun intended, with the weather that's out, but uh, not to, but just to be a realist, I can't I can't help but consider what the the current leadership in California how it might how it might at some point. Start doing to the property values in California. And, uh, and what, and what, you know, with, with all the, with, he's letting all, letting out all the criminals out of jail. He's letting all the illegal aliens come into California. He's letting, uh, he's letting, uh, illegal aliens have sanctuary in, in various parts of the state. And at some point, at some point, you know, you know, there's, there's a, an exodus of people that, are getting towards retirement age that are moving to other states, and you, I don't see I don't see it getting any better. I'm hoping we can uh, push through this recall of Gavin Newsom and turn things around and give give California California some hope to uh, to turn to turn things around because it's uh, no matter how good our weather is, common sense has to tell you that at some point people are going to have enough and say. Uh, I mean, I've been here 58 years. I've been here all my life. Uh, Don and I have have three kids and two grandkids in California. We don't want to go anywhere, but at some point, we're just going to say enough is enough. If uh, if if the voters of this state don't don't come out of the ether,
0: well, as you know, Ed, there there's there's already one so-called split roll initiative qualified for 2020, and they're circulating an alternative one uh, that. It, because they have the money behind it, they'll get they'll get that qualified. And following beyond that, there's an initiative that's been submitted to the attorney general for a biased t- title and summary that was going to hike corporate income tax and individual income tax rates in California. So it's like all three of those are going to be on the ballot in 2020. And at some point, people start, you know, like, what's that, what's that point where people say, okay, I'm out of here, and already a lot of people – the normal, decent-thinking, patriotic Americans are saying, "I'm out of here." Retirees, "I'm out of here." Um, what's that? You know, where's that point where things really start? Where you reach that? T- you know, the proverbial tipping point.
1: Yeah, what the what the Democrats like Elizabeth Warren don't understand. Who wants to just tax the hell out of everybody? She doesn't realize the reason that the unemployment rate is down is because we because Trump uh, lowered lowered tax rates to the people that create jobs, mostly the corporations. And because they see there's profit available to them, they're letting loose some of their cash to expand and create jobs. And then that creates more taxpayers. They don't realize that when we start taxing those people, all those jobs are gonna go away and it's gonna have the reverse effect on on this state. And people need to also pay attention to uh, Elon Musk. You know, he's building Teslas in California. But when he created the, the battery factory, he went to Nevada because Jerry Brown couldn't figure out how to give him a, enough tax breaks to make it make sense to do business in this in this state. And uh, at some point, the people say, "Hey, you know, what? there's not a living wage. There's not enough jobs in California. Well, you know what? For as long as I've known, if the jobs aren't in California, then move to wherever they are. And we're going to see all those taxpayers leaving because they because the jobs won't be here. And you know, there's not there's so, it just doesn't seem to be any common sense going on with the Democrats and with the Democrat voters.
2: Economically, the stock market is banging on new highs. Interest rates are are, are his, at historic lows. So, I got to imagine for folks like me who are uh, sitting on top of equity in their homes, this is probably the time to consider either refinancing <laughs> or getting a one of those. Uh, what what are they What are they called? Uh, those reverse mortgage things. Yeah, reverse yeah. mortgage.
0: Yeah, I hear the, the yeah, reverse so mortgages are just like a regular mortgage, except you don't have to make payments.
1: That is correct. That is correct. And and for people that have looked at them that said, "Hey, I don't really have quite enough uh, income, they have quite enough equity to make it work. I'm short a little bit." The lower interest rates bring up that cash. So as the interest rates go down, their cash position has uh, changes, and it's a uh, and it's a great time to to check it all out. We're doing we're doing a ton of reverse mortgages and we're doing we're doing them uh, significantly less expensive than some of the other people that are out there.
2: Good to know. One of the interesting. Uh, Go ahead.
0: No, no. You. One of the interesting things is the people who are hurt most by Democrat Party policies, the high housing prices, the engineered lack of water. And there's upcoming water rationing, very strict water rationing coming in 2022. Record high gas prices, the highest gas prices in America, the greatest differential ever between the gas prices here and in the rest of the country. Highest electric, electricity rates, and so on. High taxes, highest state sales tax, so on and so on and so on. And the people that are hurt most by their by Democrat Party policies are their most loyal voters. And at least thus far, the uh, Republican Party has been totally unable to crack that.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, if we need we need to be able to, you know, every every year before elections, we have a uh, a town hall meeting in, at our company, and we invite everybody who wants to come and discuss the propositions uh, to come to our office, and we'll have it like at from six o'clock to seven thirty or six thirty to eight o'clock one evening a few weeks before election day, because the propositions are so confusing that people people just respond to the ads or the the mailers they get they don't know you know they get one mailer that says vote yes and you get another one that says vote no and they're and they're so confusing that hey you know california voted to to, to keep the gas tax we, they put a proposition on it to, to to lower the gas prices and everybody voted voted against it i go you know what is the issue here and i talked to i talked to someone i know he goes well I uh, I read through it and I didn't think it was a very very uh, a good thing for our state. And we were just talking about we were talking about taxation. I was mentioning that we should go to a national sales tax so nobody can cheat. He goes, yeah, but then the then they'll just add more taxes and add more taxes. And I go, well, did you read Prop Six? Proposition Six said that the state can't raise any taxes on us without the vote of the voters. That the you know the governor and the and the assembly can't just do that. And I go, so why did you vote no on six? And he didn't have an answer for that. You know, so we need to, I, I think, I think number one, you should have to have a, uh, an IQ test to to vote, period. And if you can't spell USA or you don't know who the current president is or, uh, you know, how many, how many states in the union you don't get to vote and you should have to attend a, some sort of a town hall where everybody has a discussion on all the, all the uh, propositions when we do this. Nobody. There's no right and no wrong. Everybody. Hey, this is what I see it. Every people have different opinions, and we discuss it, and it brings clarity to everybody in the room. And not everybody doesn't leave saying, "Okay, this is how we're voting." Everybody leaves with with a clear picture of what each thing says, and then they know how to vote.
0: Well, if you applied that number of states Tass Obama couldn't have run for president because he thought there were 57 states.
1: That is. That is correct.
2: That well, is I correct. think. Your point is well taken, and it really is a central part of, I think, the the way that Democrats continue to dominate in certain areas, particularly not suburban areas, but urban areas, if you look at where – uh, the Democrat power structure is it's usually around urban areas. Um, you know, we saw that happen in Virginia with the recent Virginia election, two counties. When you look at the whole state, the whole state's virtually red, except for a couple of counties. Same thing's happening with, with Texas. Same thing in, in, in Nevada. And it boils down to the folks that are voting uh, and, and and not voting correctly in their own interests. When you really understand that more gas taxes don't necessarily translate to better roads, um, especially when we just saw Gavin Newsom rob that little box that was supposed to hold the gas taxes and keep them from uh, – it was called the, – the Sacramento politicians like to call it a lockbox – And he just, by executive order, moved money from roads to railroads and bike lanes. You know, people just don't seem to be able to figure that out. And I think the Democrats exist and their policies exist because people just aren't smart. They don't understand what's at stake. They don't pay attention to these bills, these propositions. And that's just the way the Democrats like it. The more you know, the more you realize what a dead end their policies are.
1: Yeah, there's, there's no. Uh, I, I, looks like I'm my signal, my signal's light. So um, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no uh, common sense. There's no logic to uh, why Jewish people vote Democrat, and why uh, and why uh, minorities vote Democrat when the Democrats only pander to them. They get elected, and then they then they ignore them the rest of the time. They, don't, did care. You, they don't really care
0: about. It. But did you see the, the this past week? Two polls came out showing that Donald Trump has a thirty four percent approval rating with African Americans.
1: Yeah, thank you, Candace Owens and Kanye West, and uh, some of the some of our black leaders that are that are talking some common sense. I and I love to see uh, I love to see a lot of the young people, the the young people that are uh, getting involved in the young Republicans and. Uh, that, I, that I've seen groups of them go to the White House and and being out there. I'm, I'm loving to see the, uh, the uh, them awakening to the truth.
2: Amen to that. And amen to you, Ed Hoffman, for supporting this radio show. Thank you for the opportunity to be on the airwaves, to have the impact here in the Inland Empire that we are having. Because in California, really, the line in the sand is the Inland Empire, and we've got our work cut out for us over the next year and a half. And this radio show is a platform for doing that work. So thank you for your ongoing support of this, for your support of the conservative message, and for being just a rock star in business here in the Inland Empire. Thank you so much. We give thanks to you on this Thanksgiving weekend, Mm -hmm. Ed Hoffman, and encourage everybody to tune in every weekend to the main event and to tune in to Ed Hoffman at Summit Funding for all your lending needs. And you betcha. Yeah,
0: Ed, you have thirty seconds left. Anything else you want to say?
1: Hey, uh, everybody out there, uh, listen to the main event. Listen to Unite IE. Call me at 855-640-2020. if you need any uh, any uh, information on buying, refinancing, or reverse mortgages. And you guys all be nice to one another and have a have a great, happy, safe Thanksgiving.
0: Same to you, Ed, and thank you again for your support of our show and the cause of freedom in America. Stay tuned and we will have our other sponsor, Dean Safe, in our second half hour. Back after this.
1: Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event, Heard Weekends, here on AM590 The Answer. Let me talk to you seniors for a moment. Have you been hearing people talk about reverse mortgages and wondering what those are all about? Let me make it simple for you. A reverse mortgage is exactly the same as any other mortgage with one exception. You don't have to pay monthly payments if you don't want to. You still get a monthly statement and you can send in payments if you want to. They're just not required. So your next question is, where does that leave my kids when at some point I pass away? Did I just give their inheritance to the bank? The answer is no. Your kids will inherit the same amount as they would have otherwise with the exception of anything that you want or anything that you need between now and your final day on earth. If this sounds like something that might enhance your retirement years and you want to talk to someone who can make it just that simple, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturday mornings at 10, Saturday nights at 9, and Sunday mornings at 8 o'clock right here on AM590, The Answer.
4: MLS ID number 9921, ID number 1012658, Arizona license number Branch ID number ID number 3199, Arizona license number equal housing opportunity. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Car Star, All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll. 951-279-9161. AM590, the answer.
0: Welcome back to Unite, IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name again is Greg Britton with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, and I'm joined by my co-host, Don Dix. And every show, our Thanksgiving weekend show, we give thanks to the uh, sponsors who let Don and I roam about the airwaves. Whether that's a good or a bad thing depends on your perspective, but we certainly are very thankful for that opportunity. And we uh, first half, we talked to Ed Hoffman of uh, Summit Funding, and now we have on the line Dean Safe, who owns CarStar All-Star Collision. As we say, the place to take your car when you have an accident, because he is the king of wreck and roll. And uh, Dean, has a, Dean has a very interesting story. He started life in Iran, immigrated here, and is now a successful business owner. So why don't we start there, Dean. Tell us you know, your story from Iran to successful business owner here in SoCal. Uh,
3: good morning, uh, Don. Good morning, Greg, and uh, good morning to your listeners. Uh, and happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Uh, this is just uh, the season that uh, you know, I reflect uh, on my almost 40 years 39 years in the U S as a resident. And, um, and of, of course I started school here. I went to school here in, uh, started school in 1975, um, uh, aerospace school, uh, to go home and fly for Iran air as a flight engineer. And, uh, just looking back, it, there's so much to be thankful. Uh, my family, just, beautiful country, and uh, the freedoms that we have, the liberties that we have, and obviously being blessed uh, to do business uh, in this region. Um, I uh, graduated high school in Iran and uh, went to college for a year and uh, uh, then uh, recruited by Iran Air uh, to be a flight engineer. And uh, part of that was to go to U.S. to aerospace school and learn about airplanes, you know, and uh, so uh, I and uh, six others came out in nineteen uh, late nineteen seventy five and started school at uh, a school that changed name several times was called was Northrop university north Northrop institute of technology and uh, I started the AMP program uh, airframe and power plant uh, uh, technician program. Uh, got my FAA license and went home and um, took several other courses and started flying as a flight engineer and uh, on 727, and later on on Airbus. And um, I had also received my pilot's license in the U.S. while I was going to college. And uh, things changed uh, in Iran. Uh, it was uh, a little difficult uh, for all of us, and... Uh, so uh we decided to move out here in uh late nineteen eighty so when I arrived here to to start my life in the u s it was january of nineteen eighty one and uh oh, wow yeah so um but I could not get a flying job uh things were different here back then uh pro uh, strikes you know you know several airlines were on strike and Uh, There were no wars, so a lot of military pilots were getting flying jobs. So I had no chance of getting a flying job. So I had to kind of reinvent myself. I went back to school and uh, uh, got my engineering degree in aerospace and later on my master's degree in technology management. And uh, um, I was working at uh, Northrop Corporation uh, on the F-18 program and then later on went to Xerox and then from there to several other uh, aerospace companies. And uh, and during that period, I also opened uh, a consulting company because I was uh, training manufacturers on, um, you know, uh, cycle times, Six Sigma, uh, statistical process control, and uh, JIT and several other manufacturing techniques and um, certifying them. So I opened a Consulting company. I was training companies there. Then uh, was drafted again into a company and worked there until uh, around 2002. And uh, at some point, around 1980, 1998, 1997, I also started a um, a teaching. uh, Got a teaching job at Cal State Los Angeles and DeVry and uh, RCC. Uh, as an adjunct professor and I was teaching you know statistics computers chemistry physics the engineering topics and um, so I got tired of uh, aerospace because uh, too many mergers too many <laughs> moving out of towns and and uh, decided I wasn't going to work for anyone anymore and that was 2002 got into real estate um, was very successful, and it took off, and uh, we formed a team. My wife joined. We had several buyers, agents, and uh, assistants, and then as a result of that, I ended up also getting into commercial and business, uh, selling business and commercial properties and selling businesses, and um, I was interested in a body shop that I was selling. I realized, you know, real estate just wasn't satisfying for me 100%. I needed something that was more of a manufacturing or because of my background, manufacturing type to to, uh, kind of satisfy that desire. And uh, that body shop I was selling seemed to have the, you know, the the characteristics that I needed in a business. And we didn't, uh, I wasn't buying that, but I was, I bought a uh, larger one later on and, and it's, uh, it turned into uh, All-Star Collision, Inc., and uh, today uh, we are Car Star All-Star Collision. But, uh, four years ago, we joined this national franchise. Uh, we're still owners, but it's, uh, it's an affiliation with, a, with the largest uh, uh, privately owned franchise in North America. Close to 700 uh, to 750 uh, shops, collision centers. So I enjoyed that. It's uh, It's been a good experience. Uh, Good marriage for our business. And that's how I got into this business, uh, Greg. Uh, I enjoy it. I love it. We are, uh, you know, uh, I'm involved and the business is involved in the community. And uh, I absolutely enjoy uh, all these affiliations and involvement in the community uh, with you, with Unite IE, um, you know, Corona Chamber and uh, the Foundation. Um, which is a nonprofit. I'm also on the board of United Way and uh, several other, uh, the Corona Regional Medical Center, Rotary Club, and just enjoy that life. It's, it's very uh, satisfying for me to be busy all the time.
2: When
0: you first you came are, out, when you first you came out- You busy. When you first came out of it, you made you apartment a little part of the story. When you first came out, you, you came to America- you didn't have money, you didn't have assets, you didn't get out with anything. So you had to support yourself and your family. You just had to take whatever jobs you could get to make some money.
3: Yes, um I I came out with a bit of savings uh yeah, but uh, uh we, I used it all uh, early on because I was trying to convert my pilot's license to FAA, my flight engineer's license to FAA um license it was uh the civil aviation organization cao to faa so that took a a bit of money and uh and but i was really hopeful to get a flying job and then within nine months i realized nope that wasn't going to work so i needed to do something else and um and be honest with you to me um no, uh, I have no shame, uh, for working. I could do, you know, I'd do anything, uh, to make sure my family is, uh, uh, you know, uh, is supported. And at that time we had one daughter, my wife and I, and I had no job, just some savings. And, uh, we were paying rent. We were paying our own health, uh, you know, child care, uh, you know, the health bills, uh, doctor's visits and things like that. I didn't have any insurance. So, um, so I had a few uh, job prospects fail, so I realized I need to just get a job. And uh, going working at McDonald's or Jack in the Box was not uh, was not a big deal for me. I just needed to work and support my family. Uh, I interviewed, so I found out about EDD, and I got some of their job postings. One of them was an air conditioning uh, installer, and uh, I went uh, for the job interview, and I had, uh, you know, some nice jeans on and a nice shirt, but casual to me, and um, I was, uh, it paid pretty well. Uh, the owner who was interviewing me thought that I was overqualified and overdressed. I wasn't the working type, uh, which is what I was told. <laughs> it was kind of funny because I was desperate, and I would do anything, and I would be very good at it, too, but... Uh, but that's what happened, and um, and finally um, got a job at Northville through um, my father-in-law, uh, who who was a part owner in a dealership in Norwalk, and uh, he talked to one of his friends who had a mechanics jo- uh, business, and uh, you know it was supposed to be a temporary job for me until I found uh, something in aerospace. So. Um, I went for interview to Vernola's uh, uh, Towing in in uh, Downey, and and then he said, "Dean, you know this is a good job, but uh, you know I have a brother who works for Northrop. I know they're hiring. You just need you just need to hear from you. And uh, uh, this is I don't want you to be a mechanic here. It's too dirty, and you you shouldn't be doing this." So I said, "Look." I have no shame or I don't care. I just need to work you know so through his brother, I went for interview uh, at Northrop and immediately hired because i was uh, I was qualified i was my major was aerospace I knew more about airplanes than people I worked with really uh and uh, uh it was a great job for a couple of years uh until I felt comfortable working in the u s and you know and uh the the thing um uh, Donna and Greg, is that when I moved to the state to the U.S. Uh, it was uh, it was a terrible time for Iranians. Uh, it was when we still had the hostages in captivity, and uh, and I, you know, I stood out like a sore thumb. You know, I uh, I was afraid to make phone calls. I was afraid to go for interviews, see people. I used to have my wife make phone calls for me. And because I was afraid I would be hurt by uh, by people, but you know that's within a few months uh, I felt comfortable after talking to people, being out there, and realizing people are people, and you know it's uh, it's you that really makes the difference.
2: So well, you're touching on a chapter of your life that I want to uh, get addition, get 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 some context about, and then also, of course, you're as a business owner right now, you are choosing to support. Uh, our radio show and other causes that you believe in, and we appreciate that. And that's part of the reason why we're asking you to be a part of this uh, show on Thanksgiving weekend, because we give thanks to you as a business owner, someone who has, you know, come here from out of this country, immigrated to the United States, and you're the kind – I mean – Republicans get uh, get get ripped in the media because they say we're anti-immigrant. No, I'm very pro-immigrant. I would love for more people like Dean Safe to be a part of America because you make America better by being here and so i want to learn more about what your thoughts are in the current uh sort of climate what's going on we need to take a break though and coincidentally we take this break to give you the opportunity to our audience the opportunity to hear from dean and about your business all-star collision who helps to fund this half of the united IE radio show
0: Yes, we'll be back with more from Dean Safe after this word from Dean Safe of All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll.
4: Back after this. When you're in an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For 20 years, CarStar, All-Star Collision, and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. So when the inevitable happens to you, all you need is CarStar, All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161.
1: On AM 590, The Answer.
2: Welcome back to the Unite Inland Empire radio show, the radio show for the most important political office. The Private Citizen, and we have have are having two private citizens uh, getting a little more public about their life experience on this edition of the Unite IE radio show. The folks that sponsor this show. Ed Hoffman, and now Dean Safe of CarStar All-Star Collision. And before we get into what I'm curious about, Dean, um, I wanted to say thank you for having such a great business because not only do I know you personally, not only do I know you in your involvement in the community, but I know you as a customer. You have been taking good care of one of our cars, and I can personally attest to the fact that not only have we, but family members and friends used your service to get their cars back on the road after those uh, unfortunate crunching sounds that you hear when they're Uh associated with a little fender bender. So thank you for being a very conscientious business owner, providing a great service to the community, and for helping to be a good car doctor. Besides.
3: (laughs) Thank you, Don. Thank you for the compliment.
2: So. Well, it's true, and you uh, you do a great job. I was – I'm sorry, uh, Greg. Let me just get this one out, and sure. then uh, we'll – you, uh, in your story, you talked and kind of moved past very quickly the period where you came to America to get your education and then came to America when you left Iran. Right in between there is a was a big uh, topsy-turvy time for Iran. I was wondering if you couldn't give us just for, you know, a half a minute or a minute. What was life like in Iran as you grew up and maybe compare and contrast that to what happened to Iran in the 70s with the uh, revolution where you mentioned hostages were, you know, American hostages in the uh, U.S. embassy, Uh, the Iranian revolution. What was uh, what was life like before that? How was Iran to as a country to live in?
3: Um, well, it was a beautiful country. It still is a beautiful country, great people. Um, and, um, it was just great memories that I have from my childhood and, uh, through my youth and, um, going to schools, high schools, the first couple of years of college, um, you know, uh, there were freedoms, there were liberties there, too. Uh, not not like the U.S., obviously, uh, uh, but you still had rights. There was a system, a mechanism for, uh, you know, different things, grievances and stuff. Um, but things changed. Um, uh, you know, I, I think people were made to believe that, uh, you know, a better system is— uh, you know, can be implemented. And uh, unfortunately, uh, it wasn't implemented by the right people. And uh, so, uh, you know, revolution was an exciting time because we weren't sure what was going to happen. And I believe, uh, you know, it was kind of a sad day when the Shah left. Uh, I was in Iran. My wife was in Iran. And, uh and, Everything was fine. And then one day, Shah decided to leave. I think uh, I've heard that he didn't want to shed blood uh, by fighting and to stay in power. And um, the new regime took over. And obviously, uh, within just a few days, we saw everything flip. Uh, And that's why it's so scary when, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders talks about, oh, socialism. Oh, you know, uh, Elizabeth Warren talks about, yeah, we're going to give this to you for free. This, that's for free. It, it's impossible. It's impossible to keep this system that we have here, the Constitution. and all. I mean, they're, they're attacking the Constitution here, uh, saying that it's outdated. It needs to be a Constitution that's lasted over 230 years, you know. Um, so things flipped in Iran things changed, and many people left. I was uh, obviously one of the earlier ones because I realized uh, right after the hostages and when the war with Iraq started that that it was going to be a long, long time before things got back to normal. And, uh, I mean, that war lasted nine years, eight years. and And then after that, obviously, other things happened. So, uh, I'm glad I made the decision to come here, and this country, you know the u s uh, America accepted me with open arms and, uh, and sometimes I have to pinch myself to when I think that I, as an immigrant, have equal rights to uh, any uh, American who was born here i there's no There's no distinction between me and anyone else who lives here. You cannot do that in any other country. And I say that from experience because I came from Iran. In Iran, uh, it, people were, you know, in different classes. The, the cleric uh, considered themselves the elite, and everyone else was the commoner. So uh, that system doesn't work here. But, uh, you know, the new Democrats are trying to implement something similar to that here. They're, they will destroy this nation. I saw Iran flip overnight. And, you know, like Reagan said, we're one generation away from losing our liberty, you know, losing everything. And I think we're closer and closer to losing it overnight. One election could flip things, you know, and we saw that with Obama
0: right. you know,
3: how far he brought it.
0: We only have Hello. about we only have about yeah. two minutes and forty seconds left here before a hard break. Um, I know you're a keen observer of all matters po- in politics, both state and national. What are your thoughts? What are your top issues? What are you following? What are you, what are you What are you thinking about? What's going on? Be it impeachment or recall of Gavin Newsom or whatever, whatever's most on your mind.
3: Well, we uh, obviously, I want Trump. Uh, we are fortunate. We are actually blessed to have. Uh, president Trump in the office, because no one else, no one that, you know, I was for Ted Cruz, but today I realized Ted Cruz couldn't have survived this kind of, uh, these kind of attacks. I mean, for four years, three and a half years straight, they've been attacking President Trump and um, tried to blame him for everything, price of tea China, to all, you know, different things in this country. So he's the only one who could have, uh, you know, who could do this again. And I think we have to, we have to elect him. Otherwise, we're we're lost. Uh, this country has gone too far. Uh, Gavin Newsom. Uh, I I just hope that Republicans have a plan to to reverse reverse the the path uh, with the, where California is headed. You know that. We change it to our favor. We get some of our own people in there and reverse the tide. Because Gavin Newsom has gone too far, and supermajority up in Sacramento is just doing too many crazy things, affecting businesses, affecting people. Uh, you know, uh, everything is just crazy. It's just crazy. Uh, I deal with it on a daily basis uh, as a business owner with all these uh, laws that don't make sense. Uh, for businesses, but, uh, you know, but we don't have any power in California. You know, the conservatives, the Republicans don't have any say in the government here. We are just fed all this, you know, garbage uh, that is generated in uh, Sacramento.
2: Dean, I can't tell you how much we appreciate you supporting this program. You're right. Uh, I was going to joke earlier when we had a little more time about how you, you selected a business that's probably one of the most highly regulated businesses in California, the auto body business. But we thank you for your commitment to supporting a cause like this radio show. I'll pass it to Greg for uh, to sign us off.
0: Thank you uh, personally for putting us on the air. And we very much appreciate that and try to do, you know, show that your money has been well spent in what we do on this show. And thank you for Happy Thanksgiving to you, Dean, and your family and to Don and your family and to all of our listeners. Um, And we will see you again next week as the show will go on. Thanks to our sponsors, as well as the battle for
4: freedom will go on.
3: Thank you, Don. Thank you, Greg. Thank you all the patriots out there. And uh, let's fight on.
4: Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. Carstar All-Star Collision The Kings of wreck and roll 951-279-9161
1: Hi, this is Ed Hoffman with Summit Funding and host of the main event Heard Weekends right here on AM590 The Answer. By now, I'm sure you've all been hearing about the fact that mortgage rates have dropped a whole percentage point in the last 12 months. So what does that mean to you? Well, if you own a home it means we can possibly one, reduce your payment two, pull out cash and pay off other